0: Shout out our sponsors, GW Competitions. They run regular jaws for you to win different prizes, from cash to Rolexes to cars and all sorts. It's all legit and the jaws are run on Facebook Live and Instagram Live and you've got to be in it to win it. Good luck. Welcome to another episode of Big Ego Media. Today we've got another special guest called by the name of Esco. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Not too bad. So I didn't know too much about you until obviously I found out about your story. So I went as intrigued to hear more. So this is your chance to tell your story, your journey and things you've got planned for the future going forward. I mean, let us know where you're from, where you're born, what's your background?
1: I was born here. Uh, my parents are originally from Colombia. My okay. mom's from the capital, Bogota.
0: and My dad's from Cali. Okay, so I mean, the only thing I really know about Cali was watching Narcos. So is that where that, that Cali basically? That's what the story's based on, yeah. Okay, I mean, so growing up here, when did your parents move to the UK? My mum came when she was 16.
1: My dad came when he was 20, I think. And what, what area were they sort of raised, uh, was raised My dad around? was in Broccoli slash New Cross. My mum's from Brixton at R- Rotten and Sides.
0: Okay. So, how was your childhood?
1: Um, from what I remember, it was, it was mad. It was chaos. Um, obviously, my mum and dad lived a certain life that we'll get into as well. Um, yeah, basically, my whole family lived a certain life. So, my mum and dad were back and forth from Colombia. Mm-hmm. We lived in Essex for a bit, and then like, the whole situation happened. But originally, I basically lived in Brixton my whole life.
0: Okay, I mean, you said hectic sort of life growing up. I mean, what was the sort of thing that was happening?
1: didn't really see my parents because of what they were involved in. So I mainly grew up with my nun and my yeah, so auntie. I
0: mean, what, what were your parents involved in? Uh, importation. So, importation of, I'm assuming, yeah. cocaine because Colombia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, was you aware of this at the time? No, I was young, man. I was like three, three to like six-ish. Yeah, Yeah. And then, I mean, when did you become aware that this is what they were doing, this is a lifestyle? When my mum,
1: when my mum done her sentence and she came out and then I sort of hit like year six, year seven, then I sort of clocked what was going on.
0: So your, your mum actually went to jail? Both of them did, yeah. Both your parents? Yeah. How old were you at the time? Uh,
1: I was in year one when my mum went in and my dad went in when I was in year one as well, but later on. Oh so your mum went in first. Yeah. That, do you, do From you know, what I remember anyway.
0: Do you know how they got arrested or what happened? Did you ever tell the story Yeah, she right? got
1: she got nicked in Myrt's Field. Okay. In um, she was doing uh, an exchange and then undies pulled up on her. Okay. And she got caught with a kilo. Okay. Yeah. And my then Dad, I'm not too sure how my dad got bagged. Yeah. Yeah. And how long did they both do? My dad my dad done six. I and my mum done four. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, growing up with your parents in jail, I mean, did you know they was in jail or did they just say they went away? How did you?
1: Uh, I got told that they went uni. Okay. My nan told me that they was in university.
0: Did you find it strange that you couldn't yeah, see them? Yeah, no, I
1: saw a clock though because when I started going to visit them yeah. and I had, um, you know, like them, them little therapy sessions in primary yeah. school. Um, then they used to make me draw like my mom's favorite Eleanor. Yeah. And when I, when I went to go when I went to go visit her, it was it sat like how we're sitting. I wasn't yeah. allowed to go over the table. It was just yeah. weird, so I found it weird. Yeah. I sort of started clocking on. Yeah, the order I got.
0: So I mean, in, in regards to doing that like, therapy, like what was the situation why they made you do therapy? Was you misbehaving at school?
1: Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, yeah, I wasn't concentrating a lot. i would constantly ask questions about my parents and shit. So
0: yeah. You you, you lived with your older sister and your nan and and your auntie and her husband. Mm -hmm. And how was that for you, not not having your parents, your biological parents looking after you? Did you ever feel like a loss?
1: Nah, you know, it sounds mad, but not really. Because I was always around my auntie and my nan more. I didn't really feel anything. I felt it more with my dad because he didn't make an effort to call me or anything. My mum, they used to send like books home and then they'll give me like a little tape recorder of my mum reading the story and I'll go through it, so that I thought, sort of felt like we were still in contact, but my dad, he didn't really give a shit. He didn't get involved at nah, all? Nah, man, he didn't, he didn't care. Even when you went going visiting, did you visit him? Uh, yeah, I used to go visit him with, with his side of the family, so my, so my nan, uh, his mum. Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't, didn't really feel anything, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, um, I think later on, your uncle also goes yeah, to Yeah, my job. auntie's
1: husband, yeah, but I call him uncle, yeah, my yeah. auntie's husband.
0: And that was for food as well? Yeah. So was it a thing that where, I mean, how prominent is it, the trade? I mean, I know Colombia is the biggest producer of cocaine, but how common is it for everyday Colombians to get involved in that trade? Is it, is it just so easy? Um, the ones based, I guess, in Colombia, which I guess you wouldn't yeah, know too much. Yeah, it's dead easy. Yeah. yeah, it's easy, easy. It's much cheaper over there as well, isn't mm. it, so. Is yeah. it, with your mum coming here when she was kind of 16, was it a thing that where, the sent her here on this mission, or she...
1: no? She came uh, with my nan, so my mm-hmm. nan sort of like wanted a better life and stuff. So yeah. she, my nan was like the one of the first generations of Latinos in London.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, did you have you ever spoken to your mum in regards to what made her get involved? Was just was, was it coerced by your dad? Was it? Him? Yeah,
1: mainly. mainly yeah. My, my dad was on it first. Yeah. My dad, yeah. My dad was he was doing it hard, mm. doing it hard.
0: In regards to, did you, have, did you have any other siblings or anything like that?
1: I've got six siblings on my dad's side and just the one on my mum. Okay. My older sister's from my mum's side.
0: So in regards to yourself in terms of education-wise, like, how was it for you in terms of school? Was you intelligent or did you struggle a bit? Uh, no, I wasn't dumb. I think I, I, I was average.
1: Yeah. I was just, just go to school and that's it, really. Um, I went I went primary school in Campbell, St. Joseph's, yeah. and then... Um, I went Evelyn Grace in Summer Leighton. Okay. Because when my mum came out, she took me and my older sister to live in Loughborough. Mm. And I got into a few problems there. So in year nine, we moved back to my nan's in Ephra, like Broughton yeah. Road sides. But no, school was, school was calm. I got excluded a lot, though. Mm. I mean, yeah. what was
0: the conversation with your mum when she was released?
1: I didn't, want to, I didn't want to live with her. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like... I felt like she purposely left me. Okay. I always had it in my head that she chose that life, rather than to be with me and my sister. Okay. Yeah.
0: And your dad, once he was released?
1: He got deported. Okay. Straight up. He got de- as soon as he finished his sentence, they deported him.
0: Straight up, so he didn't have no papers, here?
1: Yeah. Mm, uh, then had something to do with the case, something like that. Okay. Something to do with the case.
0: And yeah. did you, at, at that time, how did you feel about your dad being deported?
1: Nah, I cried. I was in year eight when he got deported. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was balling. I mean, despite d-
0: despite at the time having a relationship with him, it still had brought the emotions of you crying. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And then, so, so secondary school, where did you end up going? Even Grace. Yeah. And I mean, what what was the kind of ambition? What did you want to be? Did you have any sort of? I was
1: more into into sports. Like I used to play table tennis, then I jumped onto the basketball.
0: They, they don't say table tennis, you know. Cause I'm the best at table tennis <laughs> in the UK, you know. Apart no, from the professionals.
1: Really. I used to play for Lambe and that.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah good yeah i'll tell you the truth i've not got a backhand but no one need. that's my i don't know <laughs> why i said this on camera right now because we're going to try to target my back i ain't got a backhand yeah but i can't be being a table tennis. just letting you know now we'll, we'll say it up we'll say it out one day we'll man <laughs> was, was there anything that you thought that you might take further table tennis, or just like
1: just passed no nah, i think that was just like a little a little phase because no one was really doing it in school mm. and when when the basketball got introduced into my school because i was the first year because Evelyn grace was a brand new school i mm. so was the first year then the basketball came into place in year 10, and then yeah, I jumped on it
0: hard. And it real possible? I went to go and watch my first ever basketball game about two weeks ago. I went to watch, watch the London Lions. London Lions, yeah. yeah. What, what do you think it is? Because now they're based in, uh, what do you call it now? Amer- oh, wait, London the Lions. Base, the, yeah, the London Lions, the, the move from Palace now. They're based in um, yeah, in, in the Copperburg Arena. So I quite, quite enjoyed it. But what do you think is kind of missing for a basketball to take the next step in the UK? My issue with it, I enjoyed it lots of fast-paced things going on, but it's like, there's a goal, there's a sc- point scored every 30 seconds or so, yeah, so it's like, yeah, yeah. it loses the, oh wow, because football, it'll take a while if someone scores a goal, like it's an amazing thing, and with basketball, like it's like it's happening too often. I think
1: with basketball, was more of a quick a quick thing, like if someone yeah. does like a dirty pass or, yeah. or alley-oop and shit like that, then yeah, that's, I, mean, I okay. think that's what gets people going. And did you play for a team at the time? Yeah, I played for my school, but then I, when school finished, I went to a basketball academy in, in um, Barry St Edmunds. Okay, I was there. For That's a, like Ipswich size, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Suffolk, yeah. Yeah, I was there for a year and a bit, but then I dropped out. Why? Cause so I went through like a depression, a depression phase. Mm. Yeah. I mean,
0: there's a lot of men um, who go through depression and don't like to talk about it. A lot, but I mean, what? How would you feel at that stage? Like, what was depressing you?
1: Um, I don't know. I've always suffered with being lonely. Mm. Like, I think like when i talk to to people like certain people about it they tell me it stems from like not having a dad and that yeah but I, don't, I think everyone blames it on not having a father figure mm. i think it was just i agree i understand i get it to an extent in it but it gets to the point where you're old enough to understand that you can be better than that yeah there's no need to dwell on it really
0: i mean so i mean when, when was the transition like when you kind of because you're doing bars with something positive obviously you to tackle depression then how did the road stuff kick back in again
1: um I wasn't really on the road until when I was about sixteen, touching seventeen. Yeah. Um, I actually jumped on when I was at that basketball academy because that that was considered like a cunch spot. Yeah. And I saw loads of because there weren't no London youths up there. It was yeah. like just me, some other guy, and then the rest were just from Essex. Yeah. When the London youths were coming out, I was thinking, "We lot doing it." And then they they sort of like introduced me to it, and I just jumped on it really from yeah. there. Yeah.
0: And at the time we are you having conversations, your mum? Is it related at this time? Yeah. And what I'll she, still
1: come back on the weekends and, yeah. s- and stay, stay with her, and my sister.
0: And what was she kind of saying at the time in regards to your lifestyle? Or was she just thinking, oh, you're a good boy because you're going to um, She knew I was
1: struggling like, academically because of my mental mm-hmm. health and stuff. She never knew about what I was like, mm-hmm. getting up to as well. Yeah.
0: And I guess there's a point you said that you then you had a full focus on church. I mean, how did that come about?
1: Um church came when I was about when I came back, when I came, when I dropped out, mm. um, my mom wasn't was living in Colombia at the time, yeah. so I went I went to stay with her. I went for like two three months just to sort of clear my head. I was eighteen, just touching eighteen. Yeah. and then yeah, just being over there, I saw like what struggle actually is. Mm. And then she was telling me stories about my dad. Like my dad was homeless since the age of five because his 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 father passed away, and his mom wasn't they didn't want him in the house or anything, so mm. he was on the road since. So he, He Had no choice but to live that life, Mm. so she was sort of like making me see like I I have a choice to either go left or right.
0: Mm. I mean, did that give you? Did I did not say that you you didn't want to have a relationship with your dad because he he made me understand, innit? He didn't know how to be a dad because he didn't have a dad. Yeah, I was gonna say, did that give empathy towards you to to you towards him? Did you kind of feel sorry for him and think, you know what, I should understand? I try to, I try to,
1: but at the same time, I just think he's a man at the end of the day, innit? Mm. You know, you know, right from wrong.
0: I mean, so when you was in Colombia, did you guys link up at all with your dad?
1: Yeah, I tried to smack him in Colombia.
0: Oh, why? Because of cause the whole...? Yeah,
1: yeah, and then obviously my mum was telling me things that happened. Um, yeah. Well, I told you, you know, my mum tried to blame my dad in Colombia.
0: No, you, you no, know, wait, 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 your mum tried to shoot your dad?
1: Yeah, because he, he took me about a
0: nine. Let's start again, let's start again, let's start again. <laughs> so when you went to Colombia, yeah. how old was
1: you? I was 17, but this happened, this happened long, like when I was like five or six, I think. She, okay. told, she told me.
0: Oh, so why should it happen?
1: So basically, my dad was wanted in London, not by, yeah. not by Jakes, but other yeah. people involved. And they put a hit on him. So my dad had to hire a bodyguard to protect me and my mum in yeah. London. Then my mum said, no, fuck that, I'm not on that. I'm taking my son to Colombia. Mm-hmm. She took me to Colombia. I think my dad followed a bit after um he tried to keep me longer than than him knowing than yeah. her knowing okay and then they met up and yeah she just pulled it out on him but jam
0: wow imagine that yeah she could have been in the life sentence right now. literally i mean i how, how, how severe is it in i mean i guess it would be severe but in terms of we you know sometimes in third world countries especially like how we have in um how it does in um uk for example there's no bribery i guess the bribery is also but it's not like in colombia oh, Like if it is. yeah i've if, if like, seen it yeah i mean if you if catch your body here i mean here and you get caught you're kind of likely to spend your life in jail yeah, yeah. but like in the in the in colombian federal world countries like something like that happened can you pay off i know in africa some people could pay off and then nothing like nothing ever happened
1: i think so i mean if you get caught with like a ton of kilos and you can pay them off. i'm pretty sure you can pay them off for that as well is yeah. it yeah i mean
0: even a ton of kilo. i mean that's probably worth nothing really over there, really. It? No,
1: nah, it's dirty. I think that's. I think personally, that's why, not Colombian specifically, like Just in general, people come to London to import it from there because obviously the, money, the profit here is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, at the time yourself, what were you thinking when you're finding out about the history of what your parents were doing and you're in Colombia at the time, you're 17? Are you thinking, oh wait, this this might be the the, the way forward? You know?
1: Do you, oh, that's mad. Like you say it, it's gonna sound mad. I know my mom's gonna watch this, but I was thinking, raw, like that's a proper. Like, I not, I didn't idolise it, but I just thought, like, wow, like my dad and mum are proper known mm. in, like, the Elephant Castle. That's, like, the South America of London. Yeah. Like, they, they, they were running it at one point. Mm. And every time I go, cause that's, that's where I chill. And every time I'm walking around and i got these old guys, like, 50, 60, asking me, are you, are you my man's son? And they're mm. telling me, I'm just like, raw, like, that's actually my dad. Mm. So when I was younger, I used to think, no, I want to be like that. But now that I think about it, it's just silly, isn't it? But you're just young at the same time,
0: yeah. yeah. And you're saying that it was, it was when you were in Colombia, that's when you got, kind of got into the church? God,
1: it, was, it was, I mainly got, I mainly got into church because I was dating a girl that was in church as yeah. well, yeah. I
0: mean, you, you said to me like off camera that like it was a very toxic relationship. Yeah, mad like, toxic. And in, in what way, because you're both from church, church is meant to show you the way. Um, so what kind of happened?
1: I had I had I had certain friends that were good to be around. Like mm-hmm. they weren't on road, like they were proper like going Bible study and things like that. Mm. And she I'm not blaming her directly, but when I got with her, I sort of started spending more time with her as you do and cutting off those mm-hmm. friends slowly. And then obviously I think we spent too much time to with each other. Yeah. Like we didn't listen to no one else's opinions and things like that. Yeah. And then obviously we had sex with each other a bit early the church found out about it, Yeah, they tried to like split, not split us up, like we can never talk to each other, but just mm. like give it a break, because then we'll figure out if it's love or lust, Yeah, things like that, and yeah, we were just mad, like stubborn, but yeah, we was together for about three and a half years, and then an incident happened, which is why I just thought really he cut it off.
0: Was it, was it at that point, I guess you said you was having kind of your suicidal thoughts?
1: Yeah, I tried to commit suicide when I was 19. And when I was 21, I'm
0: 24 now. Um, I mean, what takes you to that level? Like, what takes you there? You know what? I've well, had enough.
1: When I was 19, I was, I don't know where it was, man. I was just lost. Like, a lot of my boys were going to jail. Like this is when I was, this is when I sort of left church. Yeah. And I sort of jumped on road like full time in it.
0: Mm.
1: I saw like, I just seen bear shit. Like, and being in Colombia as well. Like, I saw a man, I saw a man get blamed, I saw a man getting napped. I saw everything. Mm. So that sort of, because I wasn't used to that from young. Like, a lot of my brothers have been rolled since they were like 11, 12. Like they've yeah. had no choice. So they're used to it. But with me, I was just like, fuck, like, I don't want to be in them situations. I've, I've nearly had my life taken. It's not something yeah. that I will ever want to face again. I hate thinking about it. And yeah, man, I think my life is too valuable. That's why I'm, I'm cautious with who I step with, what I do. Yeah. And when, Obviously at that age, when I saw like, my brothers getting poked, Man I'm going jail, not coming out. Even my big brothers in and like literally in and out of jail, yeah. in and out of jail. It all just hit me, and then my mum was was living in Colombia at the time and she was like my like my my jacket in it, like yeah. she'll keep me warm, she weren't there. So I just thought, fuck it, and then I tried to end it and
0: yeah. I mean, what did you try to do? I
1: overdose on pills. Yeah. And um, yeah, my auntie came in, she saw, she called the ambulance and then they try to refer me to some mental thing, but I ducked out. Mm. Yeah.
0: I mean, and then to try it again a couple of years later, you said you done it again when you were 21.
1: Yeah, and the same situation. Yeah. Same situation, like pills and stuff.
0: And I mean, what what what, what was the emotions two years later? You tried it at 19 at 21 to try and do it again. Like, what were the emotions? What, what, had, what had made you want to go again and do that?
1: Um, Literally the same thing. I just got tired of living the way I was living. Mm. Like, not like, typical roast shit, like getting conch, beef and shit like that. I I, I don't want that at all. Mm. I don't. I don't. And, yeah, it was just hitting me once again, and then I just thought, fuck it. Mm. I tried again, and, yeah, man.
0: I mean, have you ever tried to kind of get help for those, those things? Because it's like, you said ch- you chatted at 19, you chat at 21, you're now at 24. Mm-hmm. So it's only like a couple of years later again, so it's still... I guess at a state of vulnerability, is there is this something you've spoken to people about before? Maybe? spoken
1: to my GP about it. Like, well, I don't know, I'm in the system in terms of that, but I don't believe in it really. Because they just got like some little survey with 10 questions. Mm. Then they say, oh, from one to five, how do you feel based on this? And then whether you get a certain amount, um, if they agree with a certain amount, yeah, like a category, then they say, oh, yeah, you're suffering from depression, take these pills, mm. take two of these, and then. They were meant to put me into some group. I never got put in. Mm-hmm. Um, my probation officer said she's been te- she's been trying to put me into a group, but because of the whole COVID thing as well, it's just taking long. But I'm I'm still currently trying to see.
0: And you say probation officer. So is it thing that where you went to jail?
1: No, no. Thank God. Um, my house got raided last October. Yeah. My nan's house. Um, in our block there's fruit. Th- there's six flats. Two, it goes two, 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 and then yeah. we got we got the top two flats. Yeah. And. Yeah, they came. I was on a surveillance for like six months, then they finally got the warrant. But they booted my nan's house thinking I was in there, okay. But I was living in the other one, okay. And then I think they realized so they came to the other door, booted it, and my brother was in there as well. He, he got bagged as well yeah. for his own little shit as well. So, what they said they had food and yeah, they had a class A, yeah, yeah, I had pebs.
0: So, what what, what happened with that case? I
1: pleaded guilty, but because it was my first offense, I got a suspended sentence, okay. and because under the my mental health and things like that, yeah. He sort of took that into consideration and just gave me two years to spend a two year suspended sentence and community service. Hmm. So, when did you
0: kind of start making music at this time? Was it no, I was making
1: mu I started making music like two years ago, okay, two years ago, yeah. But I wasn't really like doing it with full potential, I was just doing it because everyone else was doing it. Yeah. But now it's something that I'm just fully, fully, fully like focused on. I mean,
0: what what's your what's the genre? Is it hip hop, rap?
1: Uh, I can do anything, man, drill. Like the real rap category, mm-hmm. hip hop, trap, I can do all of it. Do
0: you, do you touch on, on the Latino circle? There's a big market for that. No, well. I want, I
1: want to. I'm gonna start yeah. doing like reggaeton songs and things like that. For Are like you fluent country. in
0: Spanish as well?
1: No, nah, I'm not the best at Spanish, but I can hold, I can hold a conversation. Yeah, I can that's hold like a conversation. Maybe like French, to be
0: fair. <laughs> and in regards to like, what kind of just inspired you to start rapping? Just like, you know what? Yeah, this man's rapping. that's rapping. And who was kind of your inspiration in terms of the people you're listening to?
1: No, I get because a lot of rappers say that. They don't know how to express themselves, so they start rapping. And yeah. I fully, fully understand it because that's literally what I'd I done. I used to do poetry mm-hmm. and then I just slapped on a drill beat one day and i just done the same thing I'd done with poetry and it just it made sense, it, it sounded right for me. Yeah. Mm.
0: And who, which rappers you, you kind of listen to?
1: From the young, like primary school, I was, listening to, I was listening to tuba, I was listening to Biggie, mm. I was doing all of that. But then obviously when drill came about, I sort of, jumped on that more as well. Yeah. I used to listen, well, I still do listen to some guy called Logic from America. Okay, And yeah, he's more like in the hip-hop, hip-hop yeah. scene, yeah.
0: In terms of your, your, your kind of style, what would you say, if you had to define yourself, like what, what, what would you say your style is?
1: storyteller Is but andrew okay
0: you yeah. did just re, we kind of retell the stories of things you've seen growing up in your own life experiences mm-hmm. where can everyone kind of find your music and so how many tracks you got out there so far i'll be
1: real man i only got three tracks out right now but um because of the whole case thing that happened i was on bell last year from october to like march times mm. this year i was living with my manager um so i sort of hit depression again mm. and i was just worried about the case and things like that and i had family problems going on Um, I sort of just stopped the music, sort of tried to like, because I met my manager by that point and we sort of came up with a blueprint and a little path to follow, so that's what we're going to do. But i only got three songs out right now. Yeah, yeah. it's all on YouTube. On YouTube and Spotify, yeah. Yeah, videos and everything
0: as well. So what what are we looking to do going forward now? Is it like more videos coming out, collaborations? I think uh,
1: collaborations, not really. I just want want to focus on myself. Um, I just want to get myself to like a certain level. And then bring bring in the man them, mm. bring the mandem up with me.
0: And in regards to I guess uh, your 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 parents, is it a thing that where that you speak to them about your music? I know your dad the relationship is a bit strange, but is it a thing mm. that where you still kind of show, oh this is what I'm doing now, or is it just like, no? Yeah, when I
1: post clips of that on Instagram that my dad will shout at me to saying to send him the video so he can yeah. repost it and that. My mum now she likes the fact that I do music but she knows what I'm spitting about in it, so she mm. don't really she don't really like it. She'd rather me rap about God and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is your,
0: your mum like the full time Christian kind of thing?
1: Uh, she was when she came out. Uh, she stepped out of church, but she still like she still prays and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: How about yourself in regards to your relationship with religion now, how how do you feel about it? Uh,
1: I'm I'm confused with religion, man. I'm confused. Um, I've been around a lot of Muslim men mm. as well. i have yeah. sort of drifted to that to yeah. that side. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle between Christianity and, and Muslim. Mm. I mean,
0: I, mean what, what, I would say, what's the pull toward Islam? What is it that's, that's pulling you toward Islam? I that? just
1: agree with a lot of things that they say, but also with Christianity. Um, from young, I always got told that um, religion is man searching for God, but Christianity, is, they're classified as believers, and it's God reaching out to, to man. Mm. So that's why I'm sort of, like, battling. battling. Mm.
0: So is there anything we can look forward to in the next sort of couple of weeks and so then that's going to be... Yeah, out. I've got a song
1: coming out called uh, Get So Smoky. Um yeah. That one, I'm just going to push it as hard as I can. Yeah. And then when I feel like the buzz is dying down, I'm just going to keep yeah. keep the momentum going. And
0: because we, we have interviewed different sort of people on, on here and the different people, there's people with much bigger success, people with less success. Yeah, of and course. How do you kind of try to create that buzz for yourself? What are the sort of tools and skills you use? You know, it is for, like
1: my name, my name is sort of... It's not established, but it's it's got a buzz within like the Latin, like the Latin community in mm. London. Um, so I'm just really trying to base it off, base off that. I'm trying to target them first. I know it only really takes one share for someone else to see it and think, yeah, yeah. this this guy's hard. That's what that's what I'm sort of hoping for.
0: And when does gets so smoke you get released?
1: Uh, we haven't got an official date yet, but probably around the 14th to the 17th of, of November. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a compelling story. Cause, like, I was like, I'm always sort of fascinated about different heritage, and we have people here, so we have never had anyone from South America. I mean, I was a big fan of the uh, the series Narcos. I have watched season one <laughs> religiously. I think season two. That's not all it's, real, though. Man. Yeah. I think season three. I didn't. I mean, what makes you say it's not so real? Just because of the things that you know from your parents. Yeah. My dad. um Not him, but. Him. I guess in in, in film they sensationalize things a bit more yeah, to make it a, a bit, bit sexy, romantic, in it. Yeah.
1: Though. No, there was even other stuff that they haven't put in, like other things that have happened. Yeah. Like a lot of men idolised Pablo, but I don't. Mm. Yeah, he done a lot of fucked up. I mean, I, I,
0: we saw. I mean, but you go by the name of Escobar. Does yeah, that come my from? My surname is Escobar. Yeah. Oh, your surname is actually Escobar. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you? Are you no, no. No, right no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> but they, they were. I mean, you guys are from Cali. You're saying so. How far is Cali from? Uh, where was he from again? Medellin. Medellin. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know, bro. We yeah. saw so real. Yeah. Probably a couple hours though. No, but I was fascinated. I, I never I never got to watch um, season like three. You know Kali
1: going, or, or Pablo's Ops, it? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're the Ops,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, I think they set him up. They worked with the US military yeah. and CIA to, to get him good in it. But mm-hmm. Crazy story, man. But yeah, <laughs> like, your story is uh, another inspiring one. And my sort of advice or guidance is, you know what, just keep what you're doing, you're doing be consistent, have your spiritual journey, and speak to people, man. Don't mm. do it all alone. Um, all through things, especially as men, like... I go through things sometimes, and I guess I got the benefit of sometimes being able to speak to my partner, sometimes prayer, but don't do it alone. Speak to people and let's see and they keep pushing, and we'll promote you as much as we can. No, and
1: I, I hear that. Like, I've tried. I've tried to talk to people, but they they don't understand it. You see, like the road shit. Like even if I even if I wanted to to, like, dead certain beef, mm. that's not, like, even if I was to turn religious and become a pastor, that yeah. certain man's mentality is not going to change, of mm. certain shit that I've done. Mm. So, is it,
0: so is, it, is, it, is it, is it a thing then, I guess you kind of played it down, is it a thing that where there's people that's onto you on road?
1: Yeah, but vice versa, isn't yeah. it? like, vice versa, mm. always.
0: And is it, is, I'm going to say, I guess, I don't know, you know what, I guess it's kind of not even something that's kind of spoken about in terms of the Latino gangs in the UK. Oh, it's mad, bro. Is there something, the way the beef is popping off like bro, that? Oh, it's popping, bro. Yeah. Trust me, it's popping. It's and popping. Is, it, is, it, is it similar to, I guess, the... I guess how, in terms of the black cultures, where it's areas against each other or is it more there's different countries or how does it work?
1: Um, nah, this thing's basically based of beef that's happened abroad. Okay. So it's like, there was like one gang and then um, one man slept with another man's girl then they always divided.
0: Always a woman, always a
1: woman. <laughs> then obviously my man's brethren stuck with him, the other don's brethren, and then they just divided and made two different gangs and mm. it
0: stemmed from there. So is it, is it, is it the ones based in, in Elephant Castle area? or is it, is it, cause I think there's another, is it in Tottenham? No, no, Seven Sisters, there's a Seven big Sisters. community there as well, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. Elephant, Elephant Castle is where I'm at, isn't it? But yeah. but yeah, man, This beef all over.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, man. That's something like, I didn't even know. So thank you uh, for sharing. <laughs> no, it's
1: any any last words you wanna to say to us, cool? Uh No, nah, thank you for having me. Man. I really appreciate it. Stick around, man. I'm, a, I'm gonna be around. Trust me, I'm gonna be around. No, appreciate it, yeah. love, bro. Cheers, my brother. Come cool,
0: on.